space. What endless mystery. Look at it. Wow. Who do dare uncover its secrets? The brave crew of the starship Cavalier do dare to scout the heavens, to see some moons, to take a dangerous galaxy trip. This is the true story of them that voyage among, oh, these, those stars of space. Tonight's episode is Fight Star, starring Tim Platt as Grunda, Branson Reese as Liberty Balboa, Taylor Moore as Carbo Bin Laden, and Joe Lapore as everything and everyone else. fade in. But not, my friends, on the CSS Cavalier. No. While the crew of the CSS Cavalier is busy dealing with an infestation of Neptunian hair chewers and learning a valuable lesson about not judging a book by its cover, we fade instead to a Jorellian light transport barge. I know, I know, but bear with me. We push into the interior of the ship. The vessel can transport up to 200 humanoids, but today the passenger manifest only carries 16. And who are these 16 individuals? Some of the meanest, most dangerous names in the galaxy. Krex the Spine Cruncher. Elbor the Sharp. Samantha Breaking Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Groomda. Wait. Groomda? Groomda is a scientist on the Cavalier, and if you've never met him before, strap yourself in. He's amazing. He's a big pile of tentacles. Um, he's a big pile of tentacles that uh, form the facsimile of, uh, of, of a person. Uh, a, a large, large mouth with tentacles for eyes, large tentacles that form tentacles for arms, and a draping slug-like uh, lower body that is, again, all tentacles weaving together, interlocking with each other. Wow, all of these people here to fight? I don't know if I can take them all at once. You see Liberty Balboa sitting across from Groomda. He's got a suitcase next to him, and it's got stickers from all over Philadelphia. That's right, Liberty Balboa is a a six-and-a-half-foot-tall cockroach from the planet of Philadelphia, Earth's closest moon. He's uh, the ship's cook. He's amazing, and he's looking around. He's saying, seems like I'm a long way from home. Whoa, holy shit, Groomda, what are you doing here? (laughs) How many years has it been? Liberty, I haven't seen you since Nam. And then Groomda goes for the high five. Yeah. Liberty goes to high five Groomda and the last second he catches himself. My hand. 
it's a golden spatula now. Oh well, and he slaps Groomda with it. He says, it's true, I haven't seen you since Nom, the planet of Nom, where we had a, a non-canon episode. That's true, but now we're here for, wait a minute, did you also get an invitation for the fighting challenge? No, I didn't get an invited to anything, but it's a fighting contest and I'm from Philadelphia, so here I am. Wait, did you? Yes, my planet is unrepresented, and I, as an intergalactic anomaly, must represent it. Oh, okay, yeah, well, that checks out. Yeah, no, it's, 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 you know, it's one of those things where there's no one like you, so we gotta fight you. That's their perspective, and honestly, I'm on board to be liked. I look out into the distance, I say, we sure are a long way from home. Meanwhile, a figure in the row in front of our two adventurers can't help but be bothered by all this commotion. We see a short figure the top of this figure is sort of wriggling around as if underneath that black hoodie there's some sort of reptilian thing. Uh, and the sounds emanating from the hood of the hoodie sound like, let's see, like if you were walking through wet gravel. But that's just the sound his face makes when it's sitting still. Amazing. We... And underneath that black hoodie is the openly visible sort of uh, robotic nest of razor-like, needle-sharp uh, legs. Hidden here in his little Unabomber disguise is Carboat Bin Laden, the vape salesman from the CSS Cavalier. I wonder what he's doing here. Excuse me, madam. Madam? Yes. Yes, could you please tell the passengers it's the quiet car? They should just settle down in the back. Also, my telescreen isn't working, and I've watched the last episode on my personal device. We have a magazine. Oh, I'll take it. Thank you. She hands you a copy of Departures magazine. Thank you so much. As for your other passengers, I think you folk would all be good at settling your differences. You she folk? Leaves. They're back there in steerage. This is a one-class ship. I'm pretty sure I checked, uh, Premium Elite, and I bought my ticket. Oh, it's a scam. Delightful. I love a good scam. Oh, fuck! The crossword puzzle's done in its fucking departures. Ma- Madam! Stop walking away from me. I clicked Premium! Here, have a Biscoff. She throws a Biscoff at your head. <laughs> ah, my weakness! You two hear this commotion in front of you. <gasps> Someone's doing a Biscoff! <sighs> that's, that's... That's free food! Discarded! That sounds like it's got Goomba's name all over it. Bet you five dollars I can get to it first. <laughs> You're on! Uh, I, double or nothing! Yeah, on fire, and I'm just gonna run forward while you stupidly go to shake my hand. <laughs> wow, I'm getting there! I'm getting much closer to the Biscoff than Groomda. Ha, <laughs> what an idiot! I can't believe he went to shake my hand! I'm doing it! <gasps> oh my god, it's Carboat Bin Laden! Back off, Junebug! That's my b- Liberty Valbo, huh? Carbo Bin Laden? I don't know who you're- Grunda? You two traveling together? Now I've seen everything. Tell me, where are you registered? Wait, you're not in the- Surely they didn't invite you two to participate in- Fight Star! Fight Star. I didn't know we were all saying it together at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're both participating in Fight Star. And by the way, Grunda should be so lucky. I'm way out of his league. Are you serious? I could take both of you on like that! How do you snap? What the fuck was that? What did I just see? Oh, that's gross. Explain that. I did a tentacle snip. You can have the biscuit. Oh, wait. This weirds you out? Yeah. Christ! Ah. Yeah, fuck you! Oh, come on. I'm going to go for my uh, suitcase, and I'm, I'm, like, looking for a gun to kill you. Madam! Yes. What? What? Look at this. Yes? Clean it up. I can't. I don't like it, but I can't do anything about it. 
Here, have a ginger ale. And she throws a cup of ginger ale at you. This is the last time I go to fight star on Ryan Air. <laughs> Grumda smacks the ginger ale. Uh, mid- <laughs> He's been traveling very slowly. Karma <laughs> said that entire line before it even got close to him. Grumda had plenty of time. Grumda smacks the ginger ale, and the ginger ale rolls on the ground exactly in between these three fighters. Grumda then makes eye contact with each of them, looks at the ginger ale, and then suddenly gets into fighting pose. Might as well practice on some friends or so I thought before we get to the competition, eh? No fighting on the ship this time, Grunda. Yeah, I guess I am a new fighter with something to prove, eh? Uh, Liberty gets out of his fighter's neutral stance and he puts a blade that he had away. He goes, wow, you look like a real idiot ready to fight. Hey, I'm fine to look like an idiot as long as the people looking at me as an idiot or have their face down dead eventually. What? What the fuck was that trash talk? <laughs> So you're fine looking like an idiot as long as it's after you've murdered your enemies? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I've always believed in the ancient saying, a fool is never the fool if the one who called him the fool is, as I said, face down the dirt dead. It's an ancient saying. Sure. From 1980. Come on, you had us, too. <laughs> Everyone always knows the years of sayings. Yeah. <laughs> it's a common thing to say the year. And if you don't say the last number of that date, your ancient saying is disqualified, so you've got to finish it. 85? Cardboard is rifling through the departures magazine. Is it true? Is it true? Checks out. Okay. You're <laughs> off the hook this time, Grimda. The departures are modern encyclopedia. For the moment, you're all distracted, though, as you can see your vessel is entering the atmosphere. We pull out as you pass over the craggy peaks of the sinister planet Octavian Four. Some call it the spiky planet due to its uniformly mountainous surface. Its peaks <laughs> separated only by canyons carved by churning green acid. It's the perfect place to get away from it all. And practically every mountain is claimed by some galactic crime lord or annoying club looking to avoid prying eyes. But our gaze falls on one windswept chalet in particular. As we push in on the compound, we see a great deal of hubbub. Henchmen run to and fro, lighting cauldrons of fire and erecting a kind of makeshift amphitheater. Nearby on a landing pad, the transport barge arrives and begins to unload its deadly cargo. Oh, you know what? Could you guys show me around? I've never been here before. I'm also new to the challenge. Liberty, it seems like you know your lay of the land. I do, although I've never been here myself. I'd be happy to show you guys around. But you just, and you said to me, I... Oh, it's confidence. I have confidence. I'm just going to show you. Look over there. There's a guy. He's lighting a torch. Whoa. Hi. He's friendly. Oh, thank you for lighting the torch, sir. You're welcome. Oh. Politeness. That's something I didn't expect from this challenge. Good to go. As our heroes turn away from their distant friend, we see a much larger henchman come up to him, reprimand him, and then break his neck. Well, so, you know, the lesson I've learned from this is it's okay to talk to any of the guards and, engage, and like, make friends with any of the guards here. We might need to make those friends. I hear that there are some very dangerous fighters here, and, I don't know, they might do an uh, underhanded style of combat. And I want to say right now, I claim, in terms of style of combat, I want to claim fair, moral, and not underhanded. Okay, well, I'm going to be fighting Philly style. I'm going to pull a bottle out of my suitcase and I break it and go, 
That's it, and I like wave it at you. That's what I'm gonna be doing. Ow! 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 Oh, so I didn't mean to actually stab you with it. I didn't. I just, uh... You said ow? I just said ow. You're just ready to be stabbed? I'm ready to be stabbed. So if I stab you right now... Oh! Oh! That really hurts! Okay. I'm ready to be stabbed. And I'm using the curious fighting style because I'm curious how to fight. Never done it, you see. I like to avoid conflict when I can. Never fought before? I'm going to lean into Groomda and say, Groomda, this guy's going to be a breeze to take down. I don't suspect a thing. That's true. He's just a simple vape salesman. So the only type of fighting he probably does is being like, oh, you actually gave me a little too much change back. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> this guy's a wimp! He's not afraid at all! Who the fuck is clearing that fucking throat, weirdo? You turn and see a succulent exuding extreme maitre d' energy. <laughs> Ew. He looks at all of you and says, Welcome to Fight Star. Please follow me to your rooms where you may dress and prepare. We'll be having a welcoming feast tonight, and your presence is requested. A welcoming feast? I don't know if I want to eat too much. It might slow me down for the battle tomorrow. That is entirely up to you. Oh, thank you for the opportunity to make my own choices. I appreciate it. Mr. Bin Laden, we've prepared your usual room. Oh, I know you must have me confused with some other Mr. Bin Laden. I've never been here before. I'm afraid you're the only Bin Laden that I'm familiar with. No, must be someone else. And Carboat blinks very heavily and slowly, and it sounds like dragging broken glass across sandpaper. I'll have someone bring eye drops to your favorite room. Oh no, not my second weakness. Not on fight weekend. I mean, what I assume. Listen, <laughs> why don't I just bunk with you boys? Bunk with it, but we're not sharing a room. And I look at the Mater D. Uh, are we? His face darkens. That can be arranged. Wait, but no, it wasn't a request. No, no, it's too late. We no. cut to a bunk room. Middle bunk! Middle bunk! Middle bunk! I want the top! I want my tentacles to drop on the floor at night and scurry back up. God damn it, I'll be the bottom I want the fucking straight man of this trio. I'll be the bottom bunk, sure. Sorry if my uh, machinery bottom leaks sort of hydrocarbon fluid during the night. It's not something I can really control, and so it's not very woke of you to hold it against me. I might fart at night. <sighs> well... I guess this is just Fight Star for you. And I'm going to go to the window. I'm going to look out. And I'm going I'm to put my spatula hand up against the window and say, you know, in a strange way, it's, it's beautiful here. There's everything a man could want. There's fighting. Is there? Well, there's going to be fighting later, I was promised. Oh, good. There's an acid river. <gasps> there's other mountains that I can see from this window. There's guards who seem really friendly. And hey, I got two friends to share it with. I'll make the best of this. You always looking on the right side, aren't you? Never watching your back. Perhaps that's how he'll go down and fight, sir. Yeah, probably. I got a real weakness to my back. If anyone attacked me from the back, oh, that's it for me. Oh, I'd be complete. I got these big, long antennas that I could, like, feel stuff back there. But, no, I'm overconfident. I'm always just looking forward. If you attack me from the back, that's it for me. That is the end of liberty. You could even kill me doing that. It'd be easy. A groomer from the top of the bunk uh, wants to get in the fun. Hey, I've got a weakness, too. If you ever separated too many of my tentacles, then they wouldn't know how to get back together. I dissolve into nothingness. And I'm like on the bottom bunk, like Bye Bye Birdie style with like my back legs up. I'm like, Carboat, what's your weakness? <laughs> We're sharing uh, weaknesses. Chocolate, you know, the usual. Oh yeah, chocolate. Oh yeah. I'm a, you know how some people are alcoholics? 
I'm a fucking yeah, dude. Fucking. I, I know that some people are alcoholic. <laughs> 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 what a fun premise for a rip. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm an alcohol. I'm, I'm a chocolate. <laughs> some people are alcoholics. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that I I love chocolate so much. I'm practically you know, Some people are heroin addicts. I've also struggled. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to the dentist for years. Uh, we're having fun. <laughs> you guys want to do truth or dare? Yeah. Okay, I'll go first. I picked truth. We cut to the feast. It's a raucous celebration, all dedicated to our mighty competitors. A Corexian band plays swinging techno as attendees feast on the galaxy's richest and most forbidden delicacies. Were the hors d'oeuvres sentient? I'll never tell. Birds and men sit in suspended cages doing weird little dances. <laughs> a bababi encircles the room, juggling three tubgubs, small ball-shaped creatures who each juggle three tiny swords. In the center of the room, on the dais, sits a Corexian wearing a leather robe and bearing the longest widow's peak you've ever seen. He blinks, just once, and a sudden hush falls over the entire room. Welcome, one and all, to the 500th Fight Star. As you know, this tournament is held once every eight years. If you can manage that math, you will understand that we have decided the galaxy's deadliest champions for a very long time. Tonight, we celebrate each of you, our esteemed entrants, to have reached this vaunted stage is itself an honor to you and everyone you've ever known. And though tomorrow you will probably lie dead at the feet of the champion, I wish you all a magnificent death! Yay! <laughs> to combat yes, dangerous! Bodies crashing together. And now, of course, I must remind you all of the rules of Fightstar. The rules! Yes! Everyone's gotta have a code! That's enough patter. <laughs> Rule number one, please subscribe and rate us five stars. We want to get the word out. Rule number two, no ice forms. Oh, goddamn fuck, oh, Rule number three, if you wish to surrender, you only need yell out, I suck. You will be promptly escorted from the planet and bring great shame on you and your entire family. Thank you all for coming once again, and let's have a wonderful fight star. The party picks back up. No ice form, but that's my secret weapon. If I don't use my ice form, I'll have to use my combat style. What's your combat style? Being fair and moral. I guess I already established that before. But now I'll have to do something different. I'll have to sort of respond to the physical movements of my opponents to try to flow like water against them and then with them. And no fight like ice, I'll fight like water. Yes. Flowing around the intentions of your enemy, impossible to grasp or move. Hey, for a salesman, you sure do know a lot about oh, uh, well, I was reading an article about it in departures on the way over here. Yeah, wait a second, Carboat. What sort of non-threatening vape salesman style are you going to be trying? I'd love to see that. Oh, I don't know. Probably 
cowering and begging for forgiveness and freedom? That seems the most likely. Yeah, you're probably gonna be lying <laughs> yeah. on your back the way my people do when they die. Yeah, no offense, Carbo, but based on what you've told us about your life and your intentions, you're probably gonna be hiding in the corner being like, oh, just take what's in the register, and if you want to buy something, I can maybe give oh, you a Oh, yeah, couldn't have said it better myself, Grimda. That's a, that's a good <laughs> yeah. burn on Carbo. Grimda, if that water style doesn't work out for you, you should just try cruelty. No. I said I do things fair and moral. The competitor sitting next to Groomda leans over towards him and says, I am very good at kicking. Interesting style, the kick. I can't, you see, because I don't have legs. I call it the punch of the feet. I call that Liberty's too. Liberty's going to look down at his legs and say, Sorry, girls. Looks like the kicking stuff is taken. <laughs> the secular maitre d' walks over and he... My legs are women. And he beckons to Carboat. Oh, uh, maybe someone's called me here. They need me to go answer the call. Yeah, maybe somebody wants to buy vape from a wimp. I, I can't think of another reason that anybody would want to talk to me. Our Lord requests your presence. What? Oh, boy. Well, you know, if I was overseeing a big fight tournament... Car... Another... Yes? Carboat. Yes? The doctor he... is very happy to see you here. Oh, okay. good. Is he want some more vapes? Let's go. <laughs> you walk over... To the dais, where the organizer of this deadly tournament sits. He is, of course, Dr. Cornivalus Shroud. Uh, same dais as last year, Shroud. That was just for us, remember? Fight Stars only held every eight years. But it's so good to see you again. Oh, right. Well, I see your dais is making a second appearance in public. It looks dashing. I never like to waste a dais. I'm not made of daises. I didn't figure you for a dais waster. Why have you called me up to your dais? I'm expecting big things from you. Like what? I think you're going to go very far in the tournament this time around, Carboat. Don't play any you came time games with me, motherfucker. You came so close eight years ago. I almost had it in my grasp, but no! Joke's on you! This year, victory is not my intention. You know, you've got quite the audience here at the sesquintennial fight star. A real rogues gallery of all the shit kickers and dick lickers from all around the corners of space. Yeah, you know, there are faces out there you can't even recognize. Maybe have some unfinished business with two or three. Yes, that's so often how these things go, but you're thinking small, Carboat. I want you to think about the future. I want you to think about a place in my organization. What specifically? Well, I've been conducting a very long search for a new chief torturer. I don't know anything about torturing. Who gave you that idea? Carboat. Carboat. Have, have you been talking to the tech birds again? Carboat. I couldn't torture a butterfly, even if it knew what the code was for the bomb. Carboat, you come here every Memorial Day weekend. If you don't want the job, Carboat, you can just say no, but I know every inch of your life. I know every second. I know everything you've done, and I know where everybody's buried. I don't think so. I know a lot of them. Oh, of the bodies? Yes. I uh, know those, those aren't mine, but you don't know everything I've done. Before we came down to the feast, they left me alone for 20 minutes in the room. You'll never guess what I fit up there this time. All right, well, I guess my people will find out, but... I don't know what con you're running here, but... I'm a vape salesman on a concilium ship. Oh, oh, 
It's incredible. <laughs> it's the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. Carbo. It's incredible, really, it is. Oh. You got to do it. And you do it? You run the little shop? I run the little shop. It's really fun. And actually. you, like, take inventory? It wasn't even my idea to start, but now I'm actually kind of warming up to it. Now I don't take inventory. Oh, you don't? No, oh. it sort of runs itself. It's the, the POS system they have. Oh, kind of, oh, it's all I, AI. I, I, I misunderstood. Yeah, there's a little chip in everything, so you don't have to count it because there's a sensor by the door that just counts what comes in and out. And really, you're just there to sort of be the face. It's all marketing. So how long has it been since you've, like, cut off someone's fingers and fed them to them? God, almost 72. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> okay, oh, Well, when the tournament's over... Let's talk, okay? Okay, listen, when are they gonna pass out the programs? There's a few people here I'm explicitly excited to see. I heard Grief Scream was invited this year. Well, yes, look around the room. Why, he's right there. No, I only know him in plain form. <laughs> Should have been obvious, he's got the wings sticking out and yes, everything yes, now. Yes. And just the little t- the little tip of the plane is turned back into a face. Yes, but the rest of it is mostly plain. His chest is that cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the wheels for tits. Yes, yes. That society of sentient robots who can also turn into planes and are known for their duplicity. Yes, why, one of their greatest warriors, Griefstream, is right over oh, there. Oh, greatest warrior. Well, certainly one of their best liars. Yes. You certainly can keep a secret. I would imagine that if someone ever got him in the torturer's chair, it would be difficult to break him completely, even if you got all the information out of him. You can't help but feel that he's hiding something. He's not quite giving it up. Haunt you for years, it would do, I imagine. If one were a torturer and had to torture him. On behalf of the Spacebird Tectopia, because they wanted to build some colonies on the Cetapix Delta, which is their home planet. And he was trying to defend his kids, but... Listen, it's so hypothetical. I've got battle brain on my mind. I'm trying to think about the tournament. Just think about this, Carbo. You've always been torturing in the public sector. You go private. You'll get every secret you want and a fat paycheck to go along with it. Nobody would ever give a torture... Equity. Oh, there are points. And dental. No more flying in steerage shuttlecraft? Charter your own. Pick out a nice little moon to retire to one day. Go on the weekends. Oh. And what do you want in exchange for me? Well, you've got to prove yourself. I've got two cavalier crewmen here. I could just give them to you. What? This is insane. I was on the shuttlecraft, and two little men from my ship where two I Two little men? Well, sort of. Uh, one is a big pile of tentacles, pretty uh-huh. purple sort of man, yeah, and yeah. the other is the Philadelphian. Oh, those two men over there? Yes. And you want to just give them to me? I want to, no, but listen, I've never tried torturing, but I, maybe that's something I'd like to start. Yes, I think you'd take it up extremely quickly. Yeah, okay, so do you want them now, or I can, I can knock that out, maybe? I don't have a lot of interest in the vanguard, sort of a backwater, don't you think? The concilium? It has its charms. Yeah, yeah, of course, but it's just more of my business is with the space birds, the Corexians, you know. Yeah, the, the big players. The normie stuff. Yeah. The normie stuff. You like to keep it basic. You get home from work and you just want to hang out, relax, and laugh. I All right, get it. Carbo, good luck. Okay, good luck. Not sure where we left it, but I'll just, I'll hit base later when I see you again. Honestly, with you, I'm not sure where we started it. Deus. 
Grimda, you can't just well? say truth and then not let me ask a question and just say, I think I ate a dog. That you can't do that every single time. You have to, you say truth, I ask you a question, or you say dare and I dare you to do something. Okay, fine, 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 then dare. Okay, dare me to do uh, something. Uh, take a fall, lose. I dare you to lose. lose? Yeah. Yeah, dude. In the battle? Fuck that. No, truth. Okay, fine. Have you ever eaten a dog? Damn it. I have eaten a dog. I walked right into that one. Well, it turns out he just wanted to try vaping for the first time. Hey, what do you think? He hated it. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. That's your livelihood. We cut to the tournament. Ah! Fight star! <laughs> the amphitheater is filled with hundreds of aliens from all across the galaxy. They cheer in a wild cacophony. It's intoxicating. Even to the competitors not in this round, you can feel the energy. You absorb it. It's charging you up. It's getting you ready to fight and maybe die. But it's charging no more than our first competitor, Liberty Balboa. Oh, everyone's shouting at me. I love this. I'm in my natural habitat. A lot of it's positive, but I gotta focus it. And I look around and I, I see the crowd in my predator vision. And I see all of the positive energy. I go, no, no, no. And I see people who are mad at me and people who are rooting against me. And I pick them out and I, I channel their negative energy. I go, yeah, and it's like Popeye. I go, yeah, and I get, and I don't have muscles really. That's not how like a cockroach works. But I, I flex like I would have one and nothing changes. I go, yeah, I wonder if I have teeth. I don't know if cockroaches have teeth. I was just going to smile to the crowd, but I don't know how that would No, you look. should smile. You should yeah. still smile. I smile to the crowd. Oh, God! Boo! Yeah, there it Boo. is. And then it's really negative. Everyone's booing me. And I get really strong and really amped up and really ready to fight. I go, who am I fighting? And the doors open into the arena. And out The doors? I'm fighting the doors? <laughs> no, the doors are physical doors. Oh. They open. I beat the doors already. One down. Who's next? You see a gentleman in a violet suit with a goatee and monocle. He carries a cane, but otherwise, it's almost like you're looking at a reflection. Yes, he's a cockroach too. What the fuck? Why are you dressed like that? You're like a, you're like a member of the, 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 the high society. Well, I guess I picked up this style when I went to Wharton. What the fuck? You went to Wharton? Pleasure to meet you, I'm Tuxedo Entree. <laughs> Yeah, well, fuck you, buddy. I'm Liberty Balboa. I went to Temple University, and I got kicked out for having sex with a bush. I hope you're ready to die, you piece of shit. We'll see who dies, but I don't think it's going to be me. It doesn't happen to people like us. Oh, fuck you. Don't you? Fuck you. Fuck you. Stop cheering for him, everybody. Fuck you. No, what? Fuck Wharton. I'll be charming! He, he turns around to the crowd. I'll be fighting with style. The crowd goes nuts. <laughs> oh, do you think the cane is a sword? Oh, that'd be fun. I absolutely hope so. That'd be I'm so trying to get the crowd. Cool. But I'll be fighting without style. Oh. Ah, damn, they're not even booing. Oh, I'm fucked. I'm starting on my back legs here. Oh, no. A cannon fires. The fight begins. Oh, fuck! <laughs> I dodge out of the way of the cannonball. As you do that, you present an opening, and Tuxedo Entree exploits it. He strikes at you with his cane right in the solar plexus. Make a laser's roll. Oh, fuck! No, that was a failure! He strikes you. You feel it throughout your body. You're thrown back. The wind is knocked out of you. Oh, oh, oh my wind! Oh, I needed that! 
<laughs> I've never lost my wind. Mommy and Daddy always provided plenty of wind for me. Oh, yeah? Well, how about some of this? And I, I fart on him to give him the... I was like, here's some wind, you, you piece. I, I'm not thinking well here. Uh, and I just... I try to I try to just shoot a fart right at him. He masterfully sidesteps the fart. What the fuck? Oh, no! I hit an innocent bystander. <laughs> a man explodes. <laughs> yeah, I'm gross. Daddy? Yeah, you are so happy you take a big, a big sniff. What happened? And now you are gone? I shall remember this day. <laughs> Tuxedo Entree, with lightning-fast reflexes, performs a roundhouse kick into that sad child's face, mercifully killing <laughs> The crowd goes wild with appreciation of mercy. Yeah. Wait, no, I can do that too. And I find, I'm going to fly to another kid, and I just, like, snap another kid's neck in the crowd. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that was Precious Prince, everyone's favorite kid. No! <laughs> Precious Prince, no! The crowd is booing louder and louder. Oh, okay, here we go. Now we're talking. Now we're on Liberty Balboa's favorite terrain. But you're saying that to the arena. You've turned around to kill <gasps> Precious Prince and you've exposed. What's that? Your back. Yeah, so what? So what? Yeah, I turned my back to uh, Tuxedo Entree. I lift my hard wings, exposing my even more vulnerable soft wings. I go, yeah, take me in, everyone. Yeah, boo me. It only makes me stronger. You hear the shing of a sword emerge from his cane. Who could have seen that coming? And he's Stabbed oh. you in the back. God, where did he get a sword? Where would it would have? Where would a sword have fit on his purse? <gasps> oh no, the room—it's—it's it's going white. Oh, I'm spamming. Oh, oh, oh no, I'm losing. Oh no, it's just fucking small Lakers pouring out of the back of me. That's my blood. Gunda, he, he's down. He's down. He's gonna lose this one if we don't help. We've got to find a way to make the crowd hate him even more. We both want him to succeed for our own independent in- individual reasons. Yes, of course. What if we tell the crowd that, yes, yes, I know. No, don't kill him. He is about to, um... the quick, I'm dying. Oh, good. You deserve to die. You finally pulled the funding for Departures Magazine. That's been around for generations. Yeah. Gro- groom to make a feelings roll. <laughs> pulled the funding. <laughs> I pulled it. It's a government. It's a... You, Tim, you got a six? Okay. It's like NPR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone from the crowd stands up. Not departures. Another person stands up. First Sky Mall? Now this? Yeah, it was all his fault. People are losing it, Liberty. I hear it distantly. It's like way off in the distance. It's like a distant echo somewhere else. People are booing. And my inner monologue is, they sure must hate whatever guy they're booing. What a lucky guy. You're pulled back. It it reminds you of something. You're pulled back and you're pulled back. Oh, I'm being pulled back through my memories. Look, oh, there I am in college. You go as far back as you can go. Yes. Back to the delivery room. The nurses all gathered around in a semicircle and booed me. <laughs> but not the 700 brothers and sisters no. that I was born with. My mom just... So what happened is my mom rammed her ovipositor into my dad. And I, I, we just hatched out of his dad. My dad was a rat, not a cockroach. <laughs> we just hatched out of him. And the nurses, they booed me, my egg specifically, as I hatched and I knew I was something special. But wait, why am I remembering this? What's going on? Because it reminds you where you came from. Oh, thanks, Joe. Woo! And I 
fly through other memories. I fly through college. I fly through uh, childhood. I fly through the time that I was briefly on the Eagles. Uh -huh. um, I was the... Uh, you were a walk-on. I was a walk-on for the Eagles, and I got fired uh, during halftime of the Super Bowl for having sex with a bush. <laughs> I, I fly through the rest of my life, and I suddenly... I'm on the presidents performed at the halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim, I'll miss you. <laughs> Please come. <laughs> I'm trying. Everyone's watching. <laughs> it's really not easy. There's thousands of people. <laughs> and there it is. Okay. <laughs> I remember coming in Jeb Bush, and I fly forward in time. <laughs> and I, I wake up. And my, my wounds heal. Oh, the negative energy of, of the, the nurses yelling at me on my birth. And I stand up, I say, I'm Liberty Balboa. And I've been hated ever since the second I was born for no fucking reason. I fucked Jeb Bush and I'm going to kill you. They're two different things. Jeb Bush and I had a really nice time together. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a ding, the wound heals in your pack. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> You're doing it. You're doing it by yourself. You're solely responsible for this. You're white, but you better pay attention. You could need the help when you're fighting. You're just a normal guy. Yeah, I'm taking notes. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk up to him. I'm gonna say, get fucked, Philly style. I'm gonna pick sand up off the ground and throw it in his face. He sidesteps. Ah, fuck. That was good sand. Uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna pull, uh, I, I was been, I had been hiding a knife in my abdomen. I had stabbed myself earlier and I pull it out. Uh, and I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna go to try and like slit his throat. Great, he sidesteps. Ah, fuck, he keeps sidestepping. I know, I'm gonna attack him from the side. I'm gonna stand to the side of him and whistle. I'm gonna like walk slowly over to his side and whistle. And then I'm gonna say, on your left. <laughs> and then from the right, I'm gonna stab him in the neck. Great, make a laser's roll. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, that's my laser feelings. You gonna ask me a question? My back is my weakness. What is this guy's weakness that's equivalent to that? It doesn't matter. You stabbed him in the fucking neck. Oh, okay. I was curious. But okay, I get him in the neck. Oh, I can it tell was it was his vanity, but also his jugular. Oh yeah, got him in the jugular. And I'm gonna knock his little does he have a top hat? I feel like he's got a top hat. Yeah, of course he has. I knock his little top hat off, revealing his mediocre haircut. Oh cockroaches shouldn't have hair. I forgot you were a roach. No. <clears throat> he's he's like he, you know, blood is pouring out of his cockroach neck. Yeah, and I lick the blood up and I'm just like rubbing my face in. I say, there's your pretty boy now, everybody. Boo me! He begins to sink to the ground. No, no, this can't be in the uh, uh, alumni magazine. And he expires. He dies? Yeah. He doesn't quit. He dies? He dies. And I'm going to keep just like sawing at his head. And I just like, I behead him in front of the audience. And I hold his head up to everyone. I say, here's your god now. Yes, that's our boy. Fuck Wharton and everyone who went there. Even our listeners. Silence. You could hear a pin drop in the arena completely hushed and then from the dais a different dais from the one at the feast this is the arena dais the dais budget's out of control dr cornivalus shroud lifts his hands <gasps> oh no he's gonna crush me he's gonna put them together and amplify his voices he says i am displeased <laughs> <gasps> he put his hands together too fast and now they're just slapping 
and the crowd begins clapping. It's it's a classic slow clap. They cheer. They 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 raise you up. No, fuck you. No, no, no. You had your chance with me. Fuck you guys. Fuck it. I'm just like flipping the bird to everyone. Go Eagles. They like it now. They're into it now. No, no. You late to the game. No, you bandwagon fans. No, fuck you. You guys are no. You guys are fucking. You the suburbs Phillies fans in 08. Fuck you. You're picked up. You're raised onto a sedan chair and carried off triumphantly out of the arena. Yeah, fuck you. We fuck you guys. Fuck you, you pieces of shit. That boy, that's our boy. Yeah, that's our boy, and we helped. But don't tell anyone, I went to Dwexel. Hi, listeners. It's me, Joe Lepore, GM and producer of Oh These, Those Stars of Space. But what I am the most today is sorry. I have so much to apologize for, but where to begin? Well, from the day we launched these, those, alongside it, we have also launched a Patreon page. That's right, a special web page at www.patreon.com slash ohthesethosestarsofspace, link in the episode notes, where for the low, low price of $5 a month, you get access to a bonus full episode of Oh These Those Stars of Space each and every month. A whole separate adventure from what you'll hear on the main feed, featuring all of your favorite characters, Legs, Katya, even Rumda. I know, I know, it is too good a deal. Perhaps the best deal in podcasting. And for that, I'm so sorry. Important people in my life came to me and said, Joe, what you're doing is too crazy. There's also, oh, these, those chats of show where you answer subscriber questions, cool art and other in-universe bonuses. Joe, you'll overwhelm them. It's too much. But I didn't, I didn't listen until it was too late. And now it's there right now. You could subscribe today and immediately have access to 15 new these, thoses, plus so much more. And I wish I could say I'm going to stop, but I can't. I know that I can't. I'm going to keep making new hilarious, amazing episodes only available on Patreon with the whole cast and no one, no one can stop me. But I promise you this, I'm going to sit my content-making ass down and listen. And I hope you do too. We see a montage of the next rounds of the tournament. Thrilling fights, the greatest fights you've ever seen. Weird aliens fuck each other up to the cheers of the crowd. It's amazing. We're now in the quarterfinals. Grumda, you've already advanced. That last fight, it was so fair. And still I won. I'll keep the ball rolling. I'll keep on fighting fair. More will respectfully. Grumda's on the road. A victory. Uh-huh. Now, who is my next opponent? No matter who they are, I won't be afraid because they're going to face my tentacles. Mm, that would be me. You see a tall man with extremely sharp and defined facial features. But in other ways, he's profoundly unremarkable. Yeah, so where's the real fighter? <laughs> Despite your cutting remarks, it's going to be me. Okay, well, gee, sorry I woke you up. <laughs> Come on, pal, we're about to fight in front of a crowd. Can't you get a little bit excited? This is about as excited as I ever get, but it won't stop me from defeating you. But where are my manners? 
I'm Dodd. Dodd? Yes. I'm sorry, am I supposed to know who that is? <laughs> no, Groomda, it's just my name. You'll find all you need to know about me soon enough when you accept your defeat. The fight begins. Look out for the cannonball! Dodd stands there. Are you gonna do anything? I'm sorry, I, I can't handle someone without even trying to have charisma. I prefer to wait for my opponent to make a mistake. It's something called strategy. Maybe you've heard of it. I haven't! By shifting some of the tentacles from one side of his body to the other, he expands one of the tentacle arms even larger and slams it on uh, onto Dodd's side. Great. A make a laser's roll? Okay. Failure. When you do, Groomda, your tentacles connect. But it's almost as if you hit nothing. For as soon as you do, this strange man, this Dodd, is it? Why, it changes. He becomes a metallic puddle that simply absorbs your attack. He melts down to the floor and then reforms in another spot. <gasps> You're also solid adjacent! Oh no! It, liberty! It, look! His opponent is also solid adjacent! And I'm getting fed grapes on the winter's days, and I spit the grapes and I go, Solid adjacent? Oh no! Grimdus goose is cooked! And, and Carboat was feeding him the grapes. And Carboat throws the grapes away and says, Oh, shoot. <laughs> Hope he's all right, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's good grapes, man. <laughs> I don't know why he did that. The fight is continuing. Dodd is moving in and out of different shapes, avoiding Grimda's strikes. <gasps> well, you know what, Dodd? I promise I wouldn't use any funny business. Good thing a gun isn't funny. Groomda takes out from behind his back a super soaker with a tube that he plugs into his form and begins to shoot individual tentacle after individual tentacle at Dodd. I'll get you, I'll catch you soon. Groomda, make a laser's roll. His fighting style is so dangerous. If he separates too many tentacles, he'll lose his form. Groomda, now just use a real gun. I have plenty in my suitcase. I got a six. Groomda, as you fire the tentacles at Dodd, he simply absorbs them into his form, holding them, restraining them, and suffocating them. You feel your tentacles yearning for oxygen inside of Dodd. Oh no! He's got my tentacles inside of him! They're losing I'm gonna die soon unless I fight under tentacles. I went with my ice form, but no one can see the tentacles that are within his body. No one can see if they get a little chilled. And now, Grumda, separate from the tentacles inside of Dodd, begins to telepathically instruct them to go into ice form. Okay, Grumda, make a prepared feelings roll. Success. Your tentacles inside of Dodd enter ice form. So all he can, all Dodd can feel is uh, ice, literally, inside of him. Uh, so the, the, the super, super uh, toxic chill is freezing the wa his watery form. From the formless puddle that is the, the, this glob of a man, the face that you originally saw emerges, and he looks at you and he says, Mmm, Groomda, what are you doing? Doing to me. Oh, me? I'm just to, to camera. 
fighting fair. You watch as like sharp points begin to shoot out from his form. He's sort of like convulsing and uh, in agony. There's no other way to describe it. And soon, with a splash, he breaks into a million pieces. Just as he breaks, Groom telepathically tells his tentacles to release the ice form so they all fall to the ground, looking normal as ever. The crowd cheers! What happened? He must have eaten something bad last night. That's why I always say you shouldn't eat too much the night before the fight. The camera racks focus away from Grumda and we see the dais. And we watch as the maitre d' whispers something in Dr. Cornivalis Shroud's ear. But who cares? What's the point of that? The crowd is cheering. Grumda wins. Come on, everybody. Do the Grumda. Do the Grumda right now. Woo! Come on, everybody. Do the Grumda. They're doing it. So you take your first tentacle, pull it out, and you surround it with another tentacle. You take a tentacle, pull it out, and surround it with another tentacle, too. And you shake that booty back and forth, but tentacle, tentacle. You shake that booty. A guy in the audience says, uh, Chuck, it's your, it's your cousin, Marvin, Marvin idiot. Well, you gotta listen to this. He puts the phone out to do the group. Talk. Now don't do the ice form because it's against the rules. Now don't do the ice form because it's against the rules. Go groom the. Mm, ah, mm, mm, mm. Go groom the. Everybody get. <laughs> the phone was a banana. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> he was fatally stabbed in the last battle and has been bleeding out. He's wearing a dunce cap. <laughs> Marvin idiot. <laughs> From across the cosmos, Chuck idiot listens on a banana and says, Whoa! <laughs> Groom to be good? <laughs> and then he just walks into the ocean and drowns. <laughs> wow, they did the Groom to. We see more fights. Oh my god, they're so amazing. Why? Elbor the Sharp absolutely destroys Samantha Breaking Bad. It's brutal. <laughs> she did not come to play. It's now the semifinals. Carboat, you enter the arena. You've already got two wins under your belt. but <laughs> I do? Yeah. Okay, good. It's the semifinals. Oh, Carboat, you got lucky last time. Even though you seemed to fight very skilled, I imagined it was just your natural... Uh... Uh, reflexes. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you for the compliment from the stands from my buddy Groomda. Remember, if anything's bad, just uh, talk to us. We can help coach you through the fighting since you're so new and inexperienced. I give a big thumbs up to Carbot. I go, remember, you're just a harmless vape salesman. You're in a lot of danger. I know I'm so scared. I hope whoever attacks me doesn't hit me. Oh, boy. I hope so, too. That makes three of us, Carboat. Liberty, I worry about Carboat. If, if he dies today, when will I get my blueberry mint cartridges for my vape? Don't worry, Grunda. Somebody else will take care of the vape store, or they won't. As Carboat has said many times, it's mostly run by AI. Speaking of AI, the doors to the arena open, and Grief Scream enters. <gasps> the eight-foot-tall Liebot, with a body that belies his airplane form, walks slowly, purposefully, towards Carbo. I'm sorry, do I know you? Cut the shit! Consider the shit cut, mon frere. Have we met before? This is going to be the greatest joy of my life. Oh, mine too, I hope. Maybe we'll uh, just hang out and have some fun. 
horrible. He's toast. I only hope I can make you feel the pain that you inflicted on my 12 Liebot brothers when you melted them in front of me. Oh, yeah. That was you? That was your brothers? Around here, we just call it a day that ends in Y. You placed my father, Lyacus Maximus, in a hydraulic press on my birthday. Listen, the Spacebird Tectopia has every right to defend itself and build sediments on your planet. The cannon fires. There's a lot of artifacts that suggest they were there a long time Grief ago, scream. giving them a sort of moral authority to take that land back. Grief Scream transforms into a plane and flies at you. <laughs> Talk about the unfriendly skies. I dodge. Make a laser's roll. Oh, yes, dog. Yes, success. Carboat's robotic bottom reads that there is a Liebot fighter jet flying at him, and it initiates Liebot fighter jet evasion protocol. He steps effortlessly to the right. A little breeze moves a beautiful single curl of hair from his face. The only, it's five hairs, and they come down in like a little Superman curl, and it just sort of swish by as the fighter jet passes. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Griefstream in the air does a 180-degree turn, coming back around at you and firing Sidewinder missiles. Missiles? More like deadass miss me with that, Sam. 2020. Make laser's roll. Oh no, Groomda, he's just a vape salesman. His goose is cooked. Another one. Carboat's uh, uh, robotic base, uh, like little windows open up and tinier little missiles fly out and they just explode all the Sidewinder missiles in air. Jeez, did you see those random missiles that were caught in space? He sure is lucky. I hope his luck doesn't run out. Me too. What a weird stroke of luck that a vape salesman would be defended by anti-missile missiles. Yeah, we better keep watching to see what happens. I'd like to get closer to him. Well, you're going to have that chance because right. Grief Scream continues flying directly at you on a crash course. In the last second, he transforms back into his robot form, ready to drop kick you. Make a lizard's roll to avoid. Oh, failure. His metal foot connects with your face. Ouchie mama! Oh, okay. Grief Scream, you're going to die today. You wiped the memory core of my children in front of me. Who? <laughs> Just a little memory wiping joke. I don't care about your little game. I don't care about your little denials. I know who you are, Carbo Yeah, I'm the guy that's gonna watch you die in 20, 19, 18 seconds, somewhere around there. Oh yeah, you've got it all figured out? Yeah, I do. Have you figured out this? And he, he goes to make a punch, but as he does, from his wrist emerges a blade, a three-foot blade that heads straight for your chest. Joe, should I roll lasers to see if I dodge? Yeah. To do, baby. Success. Two robot legs pop up over Carboat's shoulders and shoot violet lasers that meet in the center of his chest, creating a vortex, a portal. The sword goes straight through and doesn't affect Carboat at all. Who knows where it's teleported? Nowhere here. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! No one has ever wanted someone else dead as much as I want you! Then you should have started planning when I did. Literally, I'm back with some grapes. Did I miss anything? I hope he's still being lucky. No, I think- Oh no! And then I reach for the grapes and a, a, a blade sticks up out of the grapes, cutting through all of them and destroying them. I go, go get more! Oh, what? 
but pay attention. I want to hear how the fire goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. A vendor walks up the stands. Grapes, grapes. I know I like them from the, the thing down there. <gasps> I don't like the vendor ones. I like the ones from the stand. Okay. Let's do it. Huh? Yeah, that's... Struggling? No, let's do a time check. And Carboat shits out the bedside clock from the hotel room. And ho- it's covered in terrible liquids. Uh, and he holds it up, and it's been set to countdown mode. Of course. Five, four, three, two, one. You're gonna lose this fight because you didn't start fighting till you entered the arena. Oh, grief scream, I've waited so long to see you again. Why, there's barely been anything else on my mind. You see, I entered the arena one year ago. And we flash back to when Carboat had his dalliance with Dr. Cornelius Shroud. We see them uh, topless, in bed, moonlight, <laughs> moonlight from the window streaming in. They're covered in sweat. The sheets are sh- soiled, and they're both vaping. You know, uh, listen, I, you know I love the fight stars, but I think you've got to make it a little snazzier. You know what I think? You've, I've said this once and yeah. I've said it a thousand times. No ice forms. No. I, I hate ice forms. No, I agree. I, no ice forms. I just mean the, like, the, the ambiance, the celebration of it all. You know what you need? Get a couple of tub gubs in there and stop standing in front of the crowd with nothing in front of you. Spend some money. Get a nice dais. You know, you've had a few good ideas. I've got one, too. Again? Already? Once I incepted him with the idea of getting the tub gubs and the dais, the rest was elementary, my dear Griefstream. You see, the scanners at the port of entry protect everyone from bringing in poisons and things like that deemed unfair by the rules. But of course, I had my ways. You see? And then we see, we flash back to the night before at the feast. We see, as Carboat is talking to Cornelius Shroud, we hear them, Oh, you're hiring a torture. And we see that as as they're talking, one of Carbot. Got it, Jim. I'm dumb. We see we see one of Carbot's legs reach around and reach into a secret compartment inside the dais and pull out a little crystal clear vial. And then we flash back further to where Carbot is at the dais factory, and he goes. He's putting thousands of jars of poison in thousands of daises on the dais planet. Right, they, they mine the stuff yeah. in the dais mines, and if you're a criminal, that's where you go, but they deserve it because they commit Rosto 4. Yes. Bodiacs, the dais star. But that wasn't all, you see. No, the thing I was after is too volatile to simply store in a dais. I needed another element as well. And few people know that tub gubs produce a natural latex. Yes, they're known as nature's juggler, but they're useful for so much more. The dais toxin combined with the rubber of a tub gub produced God's glue, which I simply inserted into your pink sauce at dinner last night. Apologies to your table mates. It's a bit of a shotgun approach. What? What do you mean? Why, God's glue. You ate it for dinner last night. You, well, you know what they say. Never eat too much the night before a fight. Twenty-five ninety-two. And if this bedside clock I shoved up my ass is an indication, the God's glue should be hardening now. No, I will just transform and destroy you once and for all. Uh, 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 uh. 
And we watch as Griefscream attempts to transform, but no, something is gumming up the works. He, he's, oh, no, he's almost, no. Oh, God, a fate worse than death. He's trapped in an awful mid-form, like the halfway point of an Animorphs book cover. He's neither plane nor man. He's nothing at all. Not even a plane, not even a man. Oh, just somebody just kill him already. I walk up and I kick him over and I say, you're grounded. The crowd cheers. Oh, the what? Oh. I'm sorry, the line took so long. I'm hearing that chewing. I can't believe someone killed our good friend. Carpo Bin Laden? What? Yeah, no, I actually couldn't hear what was happening. It was, uh, visually, it was an extremely uninteresting thing that just happened. Audio-wise, it seemed very interesting, but I couldn't hear from where we were, so I got nothing for you. <laughs> this guy's luck is insane. I don't know how he made through three fights, but that's our Carpo. Our harmless friend. <laughs> From the dais, Dr. Shroud stands. Well done. Very good job, Carboat. Thanks. But before we get to the final, we do have a little bit of business to take care of. Now, I would love nothing more than to cut to the other semifinal, which of course would be a thrilling match to the death between Liberty Balboa and Groomda, our other final two combatants. But I hate to do this. You see... I've gotten word that someone in my tournament entered an ice fold. A hush falls over the crowd. Now listen, I wish I could be blameless in this, but it's clear that our screening process was not effective enough, and our rules were not transmitted clearly enough, and that I take full responsibility for. That's the leader's job. Oh, thank you. Twelve henchmen are marched out into the arena. Oh no, they're teenagers! They're teenage henchmen! Fair is fair. The only way Fightstar works is if we all take responsibility. And so I will put these henchmen to the death as recompense for my part in this failure. Immediately, the twelve teen henchmen explode. Ah! You love to see accountability. Yes, but the accountability doesn't merely fall to me. We also must place some blame on the one that did initiate an ice form. Oh! Guards swarm groomed us. <gasps> oh, you think I ended the ice? <laughs> oh! Immediately, each and every tentacle is placed in shackles. <laughs> Takes like 40 minutes. Thousands of handcuffs. After some time, you're brought down on like a pallet into the arena. <laughs> Boys, my tentacles have been separated. That means I'm close to death. If they're kept apart from too long, I lose my individual consciousness and dissolve into and each individual tentacle goes its own way. Carboat, I'm so sorry. I have to apologize that this has happened, but... This competitor, why, wasn't willing to fight fair. He entered an ice form. Rule number two. He did like and subscribe. That's rule number one. He hit that to a T, but rule number two, almost as important. And so, I would ask you, and perhaps this is your first act as a new employee, would you please do the honors and execute Groomda? Of course I will. 
permission to approach the dais. Well, well I, I was hoping you would get to the execution, but sure, sure, come over. I'm sorry, it's an old speak. No, tradition. come on, come on over. Come on over, Carbo. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's a big arena. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> old speak tradition. Anytime a new job starts, be it front desk, CFO, or head torturer, be it a central guilty, we begin with a toast. Anything to drink? You know, some of these old dais models have a bit of a liquor cabinet. Right on the inside. Right here. See if there's anything in there. I have a... I have a goblet of water. Oh, that's... that's just, look, at, look at this. There's a little liquor cabinet inside your dais. You're stalling. What? You're stalling. Rock me from the dais. <laughs> like the song. Go kill Groomda. Fine. And when you say fine, you hear, Wait! From the winner's dais as Liberty stands up and says, I may not like Groomda, and I may dislike Groomda. In fact, I really hate Groomda. I live near him on the Cavalier, and his room smells like shit, and he's always making weird noises in there. And he's interpersonally very difficult to be around or to understand, but I look directly at Dr. Cornivalis Shroud, I say, but he cheated, and I'm a Philadelphian. I stand with cheaters. Now and always, if you want to kill Groomda, you've got to kill me afterwards. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh Carbo, no, what do we do? Oh, I'm sorry. I, uh, it's a verbal contract. That's, that's, that's binding. But then from, someone from the stands goes, you'll have to kill me, too. After watching these fighting, I've grown to like these three madmen, these strange creatures from planet God knows what. If you try to kill that guy, then you'll have to try to kill me too. Who are you? I'm Bob Baby. Bob Baby? <laughs> Another man stands up. I am Bob Baby. <laughs> I am Bob Baby. I'm Bob Baby. Hi, y'all. I'm Bob Baby. I am Bob Baby. I'm Bob Baby. Bob Baby here. My name is Marvin Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He's just walking towards the wall. <laughs> Don't you see? You thought that all these fights were just one-on-one, -on -one, but in fact, one thing I've learned from all my technicals is that everything flows together. You can't kill one of us. You can't kill all of us. We are a community, and you fucking suck, bitch. Carbo, is this how you really feel? <laughs> It's... I was going to leverage our work relationship for more sex. You don't have to leverage much. You're not done a lot to leverage with. I mean, I'm just being completely transparent here. Look, I know it started as a goof, but by God, these little freaks come into my vape store time and time. They won't. They smoke so much of it. And it's bad. It's just not good. It's mm. not good. Mm. Yeah, of course. They love it. We're stealing. Far worse than cigarettes. The entire inside of the ship is just slick with a sort of breathy glycerin sheen. God help me if I haven't fell in love with them. It's a little teeny tiny bit. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting soft in my old age. I'm almost 12. <laughs> Spake a fastener. So you're not taking the job? You're fired. No, that's not. No? You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Bob Baby here, you're fired. <laughs> Very well. Kill them all. 
in this moment, you realize that though like eight guys stood up and said they were Bob Baby, <laughs> they're in a crowd of thousands. <laughs> they're all instantly pummeled. <laughs> one of them has his neck snapped. Immediately, one is like impaled three times in like three different directions. <laughs> Bob Baby. <laughs> we cut to a different location where one of the Bob Babies is drawn and quartered. Oh, y'all are Bob Baby! <laughs> It's chaos. The guards descend on you. They descend on Groomda. They grab at Liberty. Hey, fuck you! Oh, I guess it's a fit for Groomda. Computer, stop program. Nothing happens. You never know. I do it every 45 minutes when I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fending off guards. I'm fighting guards. No, no, no. Oh, no. Is this how I'm going to... I always... Oh, God, I was voted most likely to die by getting torn apart by guards in high school. No, they were right. Wait, that's just loud. I suck. Yeah, yeah. We Why did we... We forgot. I suck. I suck as well. Meanwhile, like, five guys are, like, in your metal fingers just, like, having their bones. Crushed. Yeah, they're just, just pierced. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm cool. I'm so cool. I mean, I don't. I really don't suck. I mean, it's liberty. liberty. Come on. But I'm fucking. I'm Liberty Balboa. I'm Liberty. What? Oh, uh, no, fine. I took. Louder. I don't. Come you for serious, man. Louder. I suck. Everyone sets you down. The Bob babies refuse to yield, and they're all slaughtered. Nice. Very well. If I'm going to hold you to account, to rule number two, no ice forms. I will respect the rule of surrender. Let it be known for this and all fight stars immemorial that Liberty Balboa of Philadelphia. No, no, that's a planet. Carboat Bin Laden of Spake and Groomda of N slash (laughs) A. Suck. They are worthy of shame and pity. As he's talking, we see a bunch of like press microphones enter the bottom <laughs> yeah, of the brain, yeah. and then last but not least, a banana. <laughs> <laughs> there is also like very quickly, like everyone on the dais is being handed and putting on t shirts that say, like, Fight Star ended in a draw, yeah. <laughs> baby family reunion, yeah. 2539. <laughs> Ruined. <laughs> Ruined. They already got the t-shirts. They knew something bad was going to happen. It wasn't a Spartacus thing. They're all family with the same name. They're not sitting anywhere near each other. These three suck. They had no place in Fight Star, and they will have no place in future Fight Stars. When you see them, pity them. When you hear them, try not to listen. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye forever. Groomda's clasps open as all of his tentacles pour back into each other, rotating around and whirlpooling upwards into Groom the back. I reach under one of my hard wings. I say, hey, Wharton. And I look over to the loser's dais. Mm-hmm. And I, he's dead. No, no, no he's, he sits there, his arm in a sling. <laughs> and I toss his own head to him. <laughs> I say, you're a fancy piece of shit, and that violates everything Philadelphia stands for, but good to see a bug up there. He places his head back on his neck and, like, gives it a little twist to, like, get it on, right? <coughs> well, no matter what, you got the best of me today. And I have to admit, Philadelphia runs thicker than water. It does. 
For Ben Franklin! For Ben Franklin! Carboat stands over the frozen body of Grief Scream and pops open a flap in the back of his head, Grief Scream's head, mm -hmm. and he flips the switch to Alive Forever like this. <laughs> Closes the hatch. See you around, big guy. I kept ah, 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 ah. I kept my secrets. Oh shit, right. <laughs> I'll torture you in hell. Fuck off. You're all placed on sedan chairs hurriedly and shamefully and escorted out. Oh, these the are the shameful sedan. Oh man, come on. I want to be on the nice ones. You're led back to the transport barge. Madam, remove all the departures magazine. They don't deserve them. What do we read? Any of the books on your e-readers. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh, I don't want to read that. I wanted a departure. Hmm. What adventure lies next amongst, oh, these, those stars of space? Oh, these, those stars of space stars Ali Fisher, Branson Reese, Carly Minardo, Christopher Hastings, Taylor Moore, Tim Platt, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Oh, These Those Stars of Space is edited by Sam Grant, designed by Joe Lepore, and produced by Joe Lepore and Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse. With the support of our patrons and our rear admiral, Lucas Wagner, our theme and additional music is composed by Huge Today. See you next time, Cosmic Voyagers, for another story from Oh, These Those Stars of Space. Thank you.